So are we like going? I hit record, but we can start at any time. All right. Do you want me to kick this thing off? <laughs> Why not? Hi, everybody. Welcome to, uh, I think we're calling this Low Pressure System Casual Conversations with Cumberland Thunder. If none of that makes sense to you right now, that's okay. This is the first episode, and uh, hopefully you'll understand before we're done today. Uh, So here today, uh, there's myself. I'm Joshua Tomlin. uh, Staring directly across from me, drinking some coffee, is is Josh Carey. Uh, To save on the confusion because we have to do this in person as well. We tried Big Josh, Little Josh. We tried Josh number one and Josh number two, and nothing ever seemed to work. So That's I think right. we'll, we'll go last names. Mm. So you're Carrie, I'm Tomlin. Does that work for That's you? That's perfect. Okay. Also joining us, our friend, comrade, confidant, Evan Daffron. With a, what is that? Is it new grape? This is a, <laughs> this is a mocha double shot Starbucks energy. That I hope will shot. increase my level of jazz to the point by the end of this podcast, I plan to be around Miles Davis. <laughs> I, you know, I had Starbucks today as well, like from from a Starbucks. Yours is and they gas gave station you Starbucks. Like a Seven dollar shot glass worth of high I, end. My drink was seven dollars and eighty nine cents. I'll be honest with the appeal and their aesthetic. I really like it. But, like, I never can will myself to go to a Starbucks. This one was, okay, oddly enough. Overrated. It was inside a Macy's. It was in the mall. Yes. It was inside Macy's. So you're in Macy's, like, in the ladies' clothes section. Yeah. And there's, like, the tiniest Starbucks that you've ever seen. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) The tiniest. What is the tiniest Starbucks Uh, The one in the mall in Lexington and Macy's. (laughs) It has to be. I've seen it. I've seen There's it. There's one in the Super Kroger over in Somerset. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, it was, this was smaller than that. It's reputable. As far as out of place things go, that Starbucks was by far the most out of place. The Macy's well. one? Yeah, absolutely. It was weird. Perhaps. So, so we'll tell everybody kind of who we are. What uh, we expect <laughs> after that, will, that. <laughs> yeah, we expect that there will be a number of people who maybe through our Facebook page or whatever uh, will already know what this is by the time this episode gets posted. But for those who may just be like me and like checking out new podcasts, Evan, I know you're a podcast guy. Carrie, we're we've introduced you to radio the radio show. You've, well, I'd already been listening to radio shows and stuff, but yeah, the you know podcasts, I, I like the idea. Essentially, we're part of, we are three-fifths of a band, uh, Cumberland Thunder. We travel around and sing Christian music. Uh, I am, uh, I'm a vocalist and guitar player. Evan plays the drums. Correct. And then Carrie plays piano and sings. Also in the band, um, Carrie's wife, Kristen, she sings. My wife, Abby, plays bass. Uh, they're not, uh, I say they're not here with us today as if they've, they're a long ways away. They're just They've in gone the on room. to be in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we're, we're here kind of in our practice space at, at Carrie's house. And this is just something new that we're trying. Maybe mm-hmm. to, for those who already are familiar with our band to give just a behind-the-scenes look, possibly at the things we do as a band, but more so just kind of as who we are as people. And... Uh, and if you enjoy podcasts, if you're you're coming from just kind of like, hey, I want to check out a new podcast, then hopefully we'll have some conversations that will uh, be 
very. Hopefully, you'll be enlightened. Yeah, enlightened at yeah. the minimum, probably yeah. the maximum, though. So I know we've got a few things we've kind of planned out today. It, we're kind of going. We're we're a little loose with it. We want to we we want to have fun with it. I know we'll be hearing a story from Carrie later today. Oh, I've and, got a story, and we've got some. Probably some other topics we'll talk about. But first, I asked asked you, Evan, if you would have a silly question. I would love for this to be a recurring thing. A <clears throat> silly question from Evan. Silly question. So, yes. So what is your question? Uh, I don't know that this is silly, but... Um, Amusing. It was uh, distributed to me the idea of, and bear with me, if your life could have a theme song, what would it be? Ooh. So no, no holds barred on this one. Okay, if your life could have a theme song, uh, are we saying we like this song so much you want to hear it like played? I don't think that's a theme song. I think a theme song defines like what you're doing and what you're about. Okay, for so me, when I think theme music, I mean, you think of the Richard Donner Superman films. You know, oh, yeah. the triumphant mm-hmm. horn section. You think of Danny, Danny Elfman's score, the Batman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, my my heart instantaneously goes to WWE, WWF, <laughs> you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, the rattlesnake. <laughs> Texas rattlesnake. <laughs> you think of Macho Man. Randy you Savage. Know, I, I, think, I think theme music defines your M.O., well, so I'm going to say, you know, it can be whatever. Bouncing off of that, several years ago, somebody I knew made a Facebook post with a question very similar to this. They posed it as, what music would you like to play every time you enter a room? Which I know this isn't quite it's a what... similar vein. Oddly enough, I, I read all the comments. Most common answer, Imperial March. Oh, see, mm-hmm. I would have expected, like, is it... Ride of the Valkyries. There were a few. There were about three or four people that said that, but overwhelmingly, this post had probably 40, 50 comments. Uh, almost, I would say, a good sixty percent said in the Imperial March. Which well, one's if, the Ride of the Valkyries? It's oh, okay. I got you. Sorry. No tunes. I don't even know that I have an answer for this directly. I'm so indecisive. as You were asking the question. I know, but I feel like in order to ask, I also need to know what the answer would be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it, it is very mood-based as well. I think oh, you might yeah. need to have like a... I think you need to have at least like a six-year. You need to have six. You got to have a rogues gallery of yeah. theme music for sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just fire away. Oh, I, I'm a... Well, there the thing is no is, wrong answers. As, as, all of us, I think, as because we're all musicians here in the room, it's it's almost like saying, "What's your favorite song?" Well, what's my mood that day? Yeah. That's, that's, it's like somebody saying, "What's way. your favorite attribute of God?" And you're just like, "Uh, <laughs> all of them." <laughs> I yeah. think the the light part. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I I really have to lean into the it. It can't be just a song you like. Okay, something that says who you That's are. That's not as a, a rule, but I just I is don't it, think it needs to just be like a song you like because I mean I like a lot of songs. Is there a song that says something about being a huge disappointment to everyone? Because that's probably what mine would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. 
<laughs> that hit me where I live, Josh. <laughs> mine would probably be about. Mine would probably be something jazz. Mine would probably be like the opening theme to L.A. Noir. Noir. Does that have a name? It, it is a fantastic. I don't piece. know what it is. I'll be honest. Songs with no words is probably one I would go with because. What you all will find out in this podcast about me, old JC, is that I can't articulate thoughts well. So, (laughs) followed by silence. (laughs) In the words of Rhett McLaughlin, I don't do words good. I mean, really, I don't. So, well, but I love, I love that you're going with that take on it because I feel like wordless music. Is open to so much interpretation. Uh, that's what I'm kind of saying. So this a, one, is, the one that I'm talking about, look it up. If you have access to YouTube, type in L.A. Noir. There's a version that's extended. I guarantee you'll want to listen to it. It all it is is looped over again. But I'm gonna Google if that has an official title. Oh, it's phenomenal. Well, see, wor- wordless music, better known as instrumental music. Is, what? <laughs> is well, it requires it requires so much expression because you it's almost um, I'm not going to say it's easy to put emotion into a voice, but you can tell with a vocal whether you're you know um, you can what, fake it right right with you a can, voice you can do you can have you know your kind of whiny crying. Uh, uh-huh. Poor and lonesome, which classic country music was just great at oh, things sure. like that. Well, and lyrics, yeah, and lyrics don't leave a lot. Words to the obviously say, you know, hey, I'm trying to say this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. Instrumental music, which we'll get back to the original question, but <laughs> instrumental music <laughs> is is something very close to my heart because it's, um, well, like when you think of classical music, which by many who are, I suppose, more learned than any of us. Classical music is c- kind of considered the penultimate, the pinnacle. Right, it's it's you mean quintessential like Bach music. And right, Bach, Beethoven, oh, you mean like class. Right, and, and so the major. Yeah, there's a lot of classic choral arrangements, or even if you want to get into it, like Gregorian chants. But the instrumental music, predominantly, what dominated, um, you know. There, there were no what we would call pop stars or... I don't know, man. Mozart was pretty close. Right. But even his music was wordless. It yeah. was instrumental music. So it, it was did able to convey... The hallelujah, whatever? Uh, that was Handel. Did oh, the hallelujah chorus. Hand- that was part I of... Baroque the Handel <laughs> and glued it Bach. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to high school band. <laughs> but... But Mozart did well, like our tune for, um, which if you haven't realized by now, at whatever age you are, that the ABCs and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is the same tune. Uh, that is uh, actually a tune. <laughs> Mind blown, right? That's it. Mine kind of is. I yeah. have noticed. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but that's it's a Mozart tune. Uh, there's a it's a tune that Mozart wrote. Oh. Which that is kind of Mozart tune. <laughs> it is really, and so that go, just goes to gems. show what instrumental music like it. It's kind of infiltrated our everyday life. Well, even now, like you think of, um, uh, is it Beethoven's Ninth or Beethoven's Fifth? Sure, uh, yeah, it's one of the other that that's you know the classic dun 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 dun, and that's fifth. become associated that's a- with like victory. They say those those are the 
Is, that's Notes the one that victory. was sampled on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Probably. I think they made a disco hit out of it. <laughs> so you got... Da, 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 well, you're right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Also, side note, that was a free sample track on uh, Windows XP. <laughs> <laughs> on the wi- RIP. So, <laughs> so if you go well, to the Windows, if any, anybody's still running Windows XP operating system, which if you are, all three of you out there, <laughs> it's probably virus infested by now because Windows stopped uh, supporting that system a couple years back. Long live Vista. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was you know you go to your Windows little free sample terrible. tracks, and that was that was one of them. Do All you, that to say, I have no idea what a theme song for my life would be. Do you know what I think the first like cognizant memory of an instrumental song for me was? What would that be? Well, arguably instrumental. The like the fight music from Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Mm. It's a solid That's like. Good. That's good. If you get a chance. chance. Huh. Yes, John, John Williams, Williams yeah. and his infinite genius. But like you know that dun 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 dun, 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 dun like dun mm-hmm. they, There is words, I think, but you know it's just like noise. Well, there's a lot of in film music, especially which I love a good film score. Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, like classic. Also, John Williams. <laughs> that might He's be a genius. That, I mean, that's yeah. a good theme song. Well, uh, another great composer, Hans Zimmer. Uh, or He's good. He, he put it this way. When he's composing music, he thinks of it as a conversation. So there, there's actually a video on YouTube. He's talking about that, and he's, he's playing some different pieces on the piano. He goes, oh, there's a question. And then he plays something else. <laughs> yeah, like, and that. the answer. And then he plays something else. He's like, oh, that's did a bit of a dodgy answer was it there. Last year or the year before where he did Coachella? Uh, it was. I think it was a little further back, maybe was three it? or four years that ago. That was yeah, insane, though. That yeah. they just brought a dude and a whole orchestra to play mm-hmm. a music festival for probably thousands of people that are just like, "What is this?" He was probably in that audience. What the only other compose, you know, like film composer I see getting away with anything remotely close to that would be John Williams, which but he's done. I don't think he would ever. But do no, that. not Coachella. No, for sure. He's a good. He's wrote most of your favorite music and movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, E.T. You mentioned the Star Superman. Uh, he did song. do the Superman yeah. thing. I so it, it just kind of build that one just kind of builds on fifths where it just dun 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 I don't know. I, I, think I, yours, mean, <laughs> I think yours would be something. Uh, I feel like you would pick something composed by one of our modern uh, composers, and it would be Miles Davis. Oh, you mean like? I consider him modern. Yeah, I mean it's he's gone now, but post. I consider him modern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I it's love jazz. The, it's I not love classical. the soundtrack to Bullet. The film Bullet. That's Featuring. a nice combo of film score and jazz. Mm-hmm. Featuring Steve McQueen of... Uh, <laughs> Just cool guy fame. Great, well, I think of him as the great, great, escape. great escape. Another movie we classic. should watch sometime. Very sad ending. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's sad only in that... Like, you know. If you haven't seen it... <laughs> spoiler alert. Everyone dies. <laughs> They don't. Nine, uh, there are only there's only one who actually ends up getting away. 
Well, are we talking about dying or getting away? Because I think, like, out of the 11, three actually escape, two get recaptured. But if they recapture them, you know One for sure dies. Them. One dies before they even escape, and he just, like, jumps onto the barbed wire fence yeah. at the camp, and he got shoddied. Yeah. Have you seen this movie, Carrie? No. Good movie. I saw Actually, it when I was a teenager. We we watched it. Watched it's, it when I was like seven. Yeah. My parent, well, my father had like a VCR recording when it was on like TNT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you did back in the day. With a lot of Dukes of Hazard reruns as well. <laughs> Well, that's what you, you know, you, you record on the, you know, because there's no DVR. You record on the VCR, and then you, you, you call in, like it's request hour on the radio station. You call in, request the song, and then you have your cassette tape ready to, to record that. That's what we would do. As oh, a, man. No, we yeah, never did that. We did that as a child, as, when I was a child. Uh, like, mom and dad would call, the, and they would request the song that they liked, and they would have it, like, as soon as they heard the first note. So, so you'd always just kind of hear, like, Whenever you listen to it back, the first note or couple notes of the intro was missing because they were waiting for it to start before they hit record. And then you get used to hearing the song without the intro. I think I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and maybe claim a theme song for Josh Carey, oh. which you may or may not have heard. Hmm. And it may not even be his song, but I'm pretty sure it is. His version of it is definitely the one I would place upon your life. Hmm. Merle Haggard's Mm-hmm. Only daddy that'll walk the line. That would be the song I would pick for you, Josh Carey. You're picking a Waylon Jennings song. Is it a Waylon song? For those who are unaware, Josh Carey is quite the... Well, you too to some extent, Evan, I think. but you, He knows much more about classic country mm-hmm. than I... <laughs> I just... I'm him. not that good. I'm not going to lie. I, I get all my stuff from K. Wildershire and... One Kennedy Scott Coffee Esquire. <laughs> Scholar and gentleman. Well, you have a father, Evan, that is... <laughs> I do? got <laughs> a dad. That is quite... Jad? He's quite... Uh, he, he As you have described... I know him, but as you have described him to me, uh, he knows so much more than any one person should ever know about music. Of I would say years that's correct. By. If he ever hears this, love you, dad. But... <laughs> Yeah, we gotta tell him. <laughs> has a weird, <laughs> profound knowledge of not even just music, but like I remember specifically mentioning Waylon Jennings. We were at some consignment store, and he bought some Waylon record. I could look it up right now, but I don't really care that much. But and he was looking at it in my car driving down the road, and he was like, "This is the third pressing of this record." And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, well, it's the third pressing, you know, because it's got the fold-out cover mm-hmm. and the airbrush belt buckle because the original ones had a curse word on it in the first edition or something. Wow. And the second edition didn't have the fold-out, so this is the third. And I was just like, what What are you ever going to do with that information? But, like, just multiply that times infinity for you know, can tell you, like, who did what on what record in some cases. and Very bizarre. Now, I can, I can do that with quite a number of, of Southern Gospel. Um, or, so our, our genre, we, we have said that we're a band. Our genre of music, uh, 
our influences come from a whole lot of different places. I mean, <laughs> because all of us, all of us have very different backgrounds. But um, it began definitely as Southern gospel, and I would still say is is a lot, a lot that way. I like to just call it Christian music because I don't like to put anything in a box. Sure. Um, but like never, I, never. anywhere in my house, everything <laughs> is in loose bags. That's right. <laughs> but like I, I, I somewhat that way with certain gospel records of say late nineteen eighties through currently, Lots or, or at least the last shiny faces and mustaches. Right, right. <laughs> Big, big hair. A lot of mullets. Pinstripe suits. Pinstripe suits. A lot oh, of perms. A lot of perms, a lot of mullets. Platform uh, platform heel, platform shoes. Uh, and uh, what's, the, what's the name of the suit I'm trying to... It was big in the 70s. Double-breasted? No. Crushed red velvet? No. It's a... Uh, you, wear, you, wear it with your, you wear it with your platform heels. Oh. Uh, leisure suit. Yeah. Leisure suit. Bell yeah. bottoms, yeah. You get you get ruffles, some classic uh, ruffles. Sometimes even bow ties. You look some old videos of the Happy yeah. Goodmans. All the band has matching ruffles and bow ties. You'd never get Cumber away with that. Now. And oh yeah, it was a big deal. What's the thing? The poofy thing? Some sort of ruffle. Uh, isn't that like a it? It's a shirt type. Yeah, it's it's Isn't like it something that you would tuxedo see. Tuxedo shirt. It's like a ruffled tuxedo shirt. Basically, if you've ever seen the official it. portrait of our uh, president James Madison, it's that shirt. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> go go look up the official presidential portrait of James Madison, and you'll probably see some ruffles. And not those wavy potato chips either. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the ruffles. I, I actually bought a new shirt today. Ooh. Yeah, went to Joseph A. Bank. Uh, not Look a sponsor, out. but hey, if you're looking to sponsor somebody, <laughs> we would love it. <laughs> Gillette's got us covered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> got uh, got a new shirt, kind of like a fitted, like, you know, I let them do the whole where they measure you and yeah. wow, you know that. Big bucks. Well, tailored just for you. Huh? It counts because sometimes, like, you can buy a shirt and my problem is often if I get the next size I want, the sleeves are too uh, too long. I get that. And so I have to kind of say, do I want to be choked by this shirt with perfect <laughs> sleeves, or do I want a shirt that's <laughs> a little too long, but then the neck is like yeah. falling off? You know, like if you it's button it, it looks, still me, looks unbuttoned. It's good neck, but short sleeves. Yeah. I don't know what that says about my build as a person. I've never had a tailored anything, so I imagine that's a pleasant experience. Well, and this one wasn't necessarily tailored. They just have a bigger selection there so that when they measure you, they can go, okay, you need this, this, and this. And so it was it was and a, and a nice spread collar uh, because I feel like the days of the old, like, really long collars are kind of... That was a very 90s, early 2000s yeah, thing, and that's kind of... Those, those days are, are over for now. Yeah, I'm sure Their they'll be back. Come back. They'll be 20 back. Twenty years, but but they're gone. Everything that once was comes back around again. Oh yeah, we'll see those platforms again. You you just wait. I, I, yeah, perhaps. So I don't know what my theme song would be. <laughs> <laughs> we have strayed so far from the light of the question. I don't know. I think ultimately that's probably a nil and void question, just because. 
I couldn't pick my own consciously. Like, it's just, there's too many good songs out there. I would be better at selecting songs for moments in my life mm-hmm. than I ever could just say that will be the general thing that people will know be by the rest of forever. I can definitely say that there was a certain period of my life uh, in my later teenage years when I thought that I was going through things that were very serious that in hindsight probably weren't. Amen. But okay. there, there was a particular song that was always very sad to me. And there's something about me when I when I am sad, I want to continue to be sad. I don't want to be cheer- like I want to just shroud it, revel out. in it. Like oh, I yeah. want to roll wallow around in it. Oh yeah, like Wear a pig, it, just like a blanket. <laughs> and so then hey, I would Wallern. just I would just take the and not just this song, but other sad songs, and just listen and bawl my eyes out. And yeah, that's not. I don't think that's healthy. But well, Carrie. What yes, is sir. a song that you just want to throw into the pot here? In the scope of things, I've been on a Crosby, Stills, and Nash kick for mm-hmm. the last year and a half, and I was thinking, I really like the song Almost Cut My Hair. <laughs> just because... I remember you bringing that to me, and I was just like, yeah. Not in like a... It's phenomenal. I didn't know the song existed. And then just to know that that was the name of a song <laughs> and the subject matter, <laughs> it's not a hidden meaning. Not necessarily, but it could... It, it's a could, message about freedom. It's a message of just about of, of, of just being yourself. But, and like, it comes from a real place. Yeah. Well, it, I mean... It was wrote during It's just that, really raw. and, and you can raw. You can put it to whatever it is in your life. Like... If you're a Christian, for us, I mean, we're Christians. Right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. But like, if you're, if, if, you know, if you're a Christian and, and you know, you're getting spite for that and, and all kinds of stuff for that, then, hey, man, don't let that be your long hair. Don't cut it. Yeah, at its core, the song, the long and short of it is, I was doing a thing thought about not doing the thing but then decided to just ride it out. Well, I think I think it spells it out in in one of the lines. It says I'm not giving in an inch to fear. Mm. That's a phenomenal line. <laughs> I know I've used the word phenomenal a lot tonight. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad that you hone in on certain like you you like put the placard on on things. I just I I love that line. And, and I will interject here. Um for those who may want to give uh, flack over the music, uh, <laughs> people are slowly coming around to because there is a uh, I won't name them, but there is a, a a Southern gospel, the most Southern gospel quartet that you could ever like. They are the most Southern gospel, Southern gospel that ever Southern gospeled, and they're getting ready to come out with a new album, and. In their in their album description, they were just they were going through their songs and just kind of saying, you know, this song is kind of about this and it's got some nice harmonies or this. And one of them they specifically said um, Beatles style harmonies. And I haven't heard the song yet because the album hasn't come out yet, so I don't know I don't know what they take that to mean. But it's just an example that. Even the whole idea of 
recording a unique harmony, regardless of what genre you are in, be it gospel music, contemporary music, uh, like contemporary Christian music, anything that exists as a recorded medium today, you owe a <laughs> tremendous, tremendous gra- uh, debt of gratitude Great of <laughs> uh, to the Beatles uh, for pretty much pioneering the entire way albums are recorded The Beatles and, and George made Martin, today. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And they're from pioneering George Martin. Well, and not just from an arrangement and product like the the entire production side of yeah. it is just as innovative as the musical side of it. And the idea of what can be done with an album. Well, kind of a tangent to your tangent. Mm-hmm. Something I will never understand is like everyone cites the Beatles, right? But mm-hmm. it's like John Lennon would cite like Chuck Berry. Right. I don't get that. Well, <laughs> like Chuck jo- Berry I know, like John B. Good. That's like the only right. thing I know Chuck Berry for. Well, and another song, well, which was like his only number one hit, which was John like, Lennon and, and Paul McCartney. But John Lennon wanted to be Elvis. He said he wanted to like when he first saw Elvis. That's what made him want to do music. Well, Elvis, I get. There's the charisma but, and the moves, but like I don't. Chuck Berry had the leg thing. There and are he people did the who riff. said. There are people who said. I don't necessarily agree with this, but. Someone said, if Chuck Berry was white, we would not know who Elvis was. Well, that's like what we all think, like Elvis and the Beatles, like, quote unquote, where it started. But apparently we all owe a life debt to Chuck Berry. Mm -hmm. I guess all I'm trying to say is like, sure, but I don't get it. Which, which to bring it full circle, uh... Elvis's influence and even the music of Chuck Berry or people like Jerry oh, Lee I know Lewis where you're going with this. came from, from church music. And okay, so gospel. if you if you're familiar with the Statesman Quartet and kind of the classic gospel quartet, you got the Blackwood Brothers, you got, you know, some others, you got the Rangers, the Rebels, you got the Statesman Quartet, kind of the OG. Um, there were others before them, but they were the ones who really brought it to the forefront. <clears throat> And in their time, they were the closest thing to a gospel superstar that you could be. Mm. Uh, their bass singer was uh, Big Chief. Very tall, very almost... Um, in his, his presence, as it's described, and even in pictures and videos, just he... I mean, he was there. Yeah. <laughs> larger... He, they were all considered larger than life. He was, in a way, like the... Uh, 245. The, uh, oh, what's his name? Casablanca. What's his name? Yeah. that Oh, actor. Humphrey Bogart. No. Errol Flynn. No. Gary Cooper. No. Is I've... it Casablanca? No, uh, 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 Gone with the Wind. Oh, Rhett Butler. Uh, Clark Gable. Call Clark Gable. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon <Lord>. Brando. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> He was well, kind of like the Clark Gable of Southern Gospel yeah. in a way. Uh, well, he had the he, he had the stash. He had the stash. He had the slick black hair man. Yeah, and he was slick, man. He, like he he knew it was no secret. He knew that he looked good. Like he he sure. was aware of that. And he Excuse but me. when when they would sing, um, he he would move his knee back and forth. Yeah, in a way very reminiscent of Elvis and Elvis. I think admit, full on admitted. Yeah, it, said, it's accredited to Big Chief. Yeah, he said, yeah. "Well, I just got that from Big Chief." Yeah, Southern gospel bass singer. 
Yeah. And the music is very similar, especially from the background of music that I come from and knowing um, music of, say, the mountains of of Appalachia. Um, it, it's a very church music thing. It's a very it's very beat driven. It's very uh, there's a lot of power, like there's a lot of soul put behind it. Mm-hmm. I think that probably rounds out though our musical yeah. influence. I think that's the a theme song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of ter- slowly really turned into uh, favorite <laughs> songs. Uh, but slash bands slash <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in so, a way. To uh, to turn this all around, then we've we've had our discussion there, Carrie. Yes, sir. You have a story to tell us. Oh, there are so many, but. Um, I guess we'll we'll kick it off with a classic story from from the road, or rather, a few miles from home. It was in Columbia, Kentucky. If you ever get a chance, drive past. Don't blink; you'll miss it. In a way, or if you want to go to Lindsey Wilson College, you'll be there for a while. True. Go Raiders! <laughs> go, <laughs> yeah, Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders. Anyways, so we were singing at a little church called, well, I'm not going to say where because I just want Much love to everyone. Much love to everywhere, but I just want to save this place. The embarrassment of what happened there. So we were at this little church, not as the group as we are now. This is when I was with a, a, a quartet about four or five years ago. But any, anyways, we had uh, we were singing there for like a, a Thanksgiving service, as churches have, mm-hmm. and um, and so what had happened is they were going to have the dinner before that we sang, and so the rest of the guys were going to go ahead and eat, and I didn't really want to, which it really didn't matter to me. I was playing the piano at the time; I didn't have to sing; I was just playing the piano. So I thought, you know, why not? I'm hungry a little, and and I'll I'll go and and eat. Um, and so got in there, got me some, you know, classic Thanksgiving dishes. Oh yeah, and and, and probably what we would refer to, especially here in the South, as uh, church home. Church homecoming food, yeah, which yeah. you know the ladies homecoming of the church, they just make oh uh, oh yeah, they oh, make yeah. all the and then they come up to you afterwards and say, now did you try did, my did you try this yeah how was it uh-huh. and then you gotta kind of you gotta increase your faith a little bit you know you're gonna be like you know am I gonna hurt this woman's feelings mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> well and there's a little faith going into taking whatever dish you have because you know. This isn't a five-star restaurant. There is no health inspection. No. In fact, I know some people, there are some people actually very close to you and I that have, that will not, that refuse to eat yeah. uh, at homecoming meals. Actually, uh, I'll just say, in, in the group that you traveled with at this time that the story's taking place, one of their wives, I know specifically, yeah. will not eat at a homecoming dinner. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Ever. So, there we go. I, I'm, I've got me some turkey, got me some dressing, got me some just a few little things that I like. And I'm, I was 
um, at that period in time, I remember going through phases where I just really wanted corn. Mm. I wanted like some good buttery corn. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I wanted some good homecoming corn. Homecoming corn. I like buttered corn. <laughs> yeah. Yellow corn. And white so, corn. Peaches corn. and cream. Cream corn, cream corn, sweet corn, sweet corn, feed corn, bodacious peaches and cream. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing, peaches man. Peaches and cream corn. It's like um, there, there's like it's a type, it's a it's a type of corn. Yeah. It's uh, part. It has yellow and light and tang- dark kernels. I'm just trying to say that's about all you can do with corn. <laughs> Phenomenal <laughs> corn, <laughs> but like you know how corn fresh on corn, a stick. Yeah, corn cut on a stick. Corn. Buttered corn. corn. Let the man tell the story. <laughs> no, but you know how? Have you ever seen your granny or been around somebody that's that's Once. cutting? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but now, so you ever been around somebody that's like cutting corn? Mm-hmm. That that's like you mean like holding the cob and just shucking it down? Well, not shucking the, but like they taking take the, the knife. They're taking knife, yeah, yeah. And, and just oh, yeah. going down there. And first of all, is that not the most satisfying thing? To see? It is. It is a and skill. And then, um, but just the color of it, you know, it's just come right off the stalk, and it, and it's just great. You know, it's garden. Fresh. You know, it's garden fresh. You, and this is what that know. was. <laughs> this is what that was. So, and you know, I've got to get it right. right. I've got to because it's yellow. It's full. Just beautiful. And, and I'm, to pass I, it up in the south is. I mean, I think that's a sin. If I remember correctly, I got a couple helpings of this corn. So, cut to all that. We've thrown away the plates. We're waiting in the sanctuary. Everybody's kind of filing in. You know, pretty good-sized house uh, that evening. And and so we start to sing. And I notice right off the bat that I'm not feeling great. Got a rumble in the temple. A little rumble in the jungle, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bungle in the jungle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're we're talking about you know that 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 cartoon of of I think uh, I've seen uh, Tom and Tom and Jerry when he's f- rolling down a hill in a tire. That's how mm-hmm. that my stomach was feeling. Mm. And so we're sitting there playing and and uh, the bass player and and lead singer at the time I look up at him, and I can't, like, just say it, like, out loud. But I try to get his attention, and I, I just, I mouth to him, and I, and I whisper, you know how you feel like you're talking louder than what you mm-hmm. really are? Oh, he couldn't hear me. So I, he, I get his attention, he's looking at me, I'm just like, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. And so he uh, uh, is, he's just staring at me (laughs) and they're getting ready to have to sing this next verse all together. And so I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to have to suck it up and, and, and play on because there's no getting out of this and the concert's just started. So we're going to have to suck it up. So get through it. It kind of subsides, you know. As some, as things do, you know, you, you hold it in, and it just kind of, you know, kind of holds off for a bit. You think maybe it's over. You think maybe it's over. Maybe you're going to make it home, mm-hmm. you know, 
maybe it hits you like right as you're getting closer and closer to a toilet because somehow your body knows. It does. And so, um, (laughs) (laughs) body knows. (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) And so, we get past the offering. You know, it's subsided. Well, then it, it comes back with a vengeance. And we get done. And I know that they're going to give a benediction. And I'm praying that they give a benediction. So every, when everybody bows their heads, right, I'm making a beeline to the back door where I know the bathrooms are. Mm-hmm. So, now mind you, we have ate before this. Everybody has. So we get done. Benediction begins. And I'm like, I'm out. And so... I'm heading back to the back door, and this old guy, bless his soul, gets out in front of me, <laughs> and he's walking back to the back, and I start to think, Lord. He's left his blinker on. <laughs> well, I'm thinking to myself, Lord, please don't let him be going back to the bathroom. You know how much I need this bathroom. And so... You immediately started praying and fasting. Absolutely. <laughs> and what does he do? He turns left into the men's bathroom. He had a spoonful of that same corn. Didn't he, he may have. He may he have. Been He's been holding it this whole time. We held the service long. <laughs> and so he heads out, and I'm panicking at this point because I feel myself losing the battle. You ever get just the feeling that you're losing the battle? So I'm looking around. I'm thinking about going into the women's restroom. This was before all the movements happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking real hard about going in there. And I'm like, you know what? Better not. Because I don't want that embarrassment. Mm-hmm. So I walk outside. And I'm thinking, I could go on the bus. They don't have that chemical on the bus that eats all your stuff up. Right. So and there's generally, knowing... The bus, you know, the bus has a bathroom, but it's pretty much a general rule. Yeah. Number one only. And, and not unless you just absolutely have to do to, you know. So I'm running around outside. If anybody saw me, they had to think I was crazy. But I finally remembered seeing, going through the line, thank the Lord for good memories. Uh, precious memories. Precious <laughs> memories. One would argue. There was a bathroom. In the fellowship hall that no one was using. Son. Son, indeed. Well, I'll just leave it at this. I don't know what they had to do to clean it afterwards. But they probably should have sent me a bill. I'll leave it at that. Well, and all's well that ends well. How, how long <laughs> would you say it would normally take that particular group to, to tear down the equipment? Well, see, the thing is, everybody in that everybody in that group really pulled together and, and, and just took stuff down quickly. Right. Because they wanted to get home. Right. And so... And then plus there's always the additional, like, you know, you talk to a few people that... Talk to a few people, right. And, and so... Load everything up. So where in that process were they when you finally felt like it was safe to, to exit? Well... Safe to exit as far as just like... When, when you finally emerged mm-hmm. and you walk out there, where was everything done? Were they just like sitting there? They were pretty toe? much almost done. Yeah. 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 I felt bad, but felt wonderful at the same time. <laughs> 
Singing, it's like, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. He did. <laughs> he did. When he retched way down for you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He cleansed me that evening. He cleansed me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, that wasn't a great story. Hey, it was I an amusing story. Now I've heard it a few times. Yeah, um, y'all know the ending. It's of that it's one. always funny every time I hear it. So even though I may not have laughed out loud, I was panicking. Oh yeah, I was panicking. There's nothing quite as lonely as having to go right in the middle of when you can't. Yeah, I mean there was a specific <laughs> Makes a instance. Man, an island. <laughs> there was a specific instance I know. It wasn't exactly that. I think something was, I mean, my, like my stomach wasn't right, but I think something was more up with my sugar. Uh, but this was this year. No, last year. Oh, is that where you almost like? I, I looked over at you because mm-hmm. I was fine. I had, you know, we hadn't eaten anything weird. There wasn't anything, mm-hmm. nothing I could attribute it to. And I just looked over at you and I was just like, I feel bad. And you said, uh, we went on, we hadn't been going maybe 30, 40 minutes, and typically we'll play a good hour, hour and 15, mm-hmm. hour and 20. Yeah. And and you basically were just like, do you want me to wrap it up? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and, uh, and so we cut it kind of short. And it was almost like after we stopped, then I was fine. I went and sat down for a few minutes, and I was fine. But, yeah, it's it's a very scary place to be when you get up somewhere and you're in front of a crowd, and you're expected to be there and do a thing. <laughs> you're expected <laughs> to do a thing, but not that thing that you feel like you need to do. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've had a very enlightening conversation. Yeah, that was casual. Yeah. <coughs> casual conversations with Cumberland Thunder. Three-fifths of Cumberland Thunder. That's a terrible fraction. Three-fifths. Three-fifths. Can't break it down. It's already broken down as much as it can be broken down. I'd say that fits the description of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing more to take away. <laughs> uh, we're at the bare minimum. We are at the precipice. The apex. I feel like we've uh, we've covered a lot of ground. Bottom of the trench. We've talked about a lot of things. Threw on, thrown out a lot of songs. Probably made a lot of people mad. That's okay. Probably. That's okay. Uh, write us letters. Actually, don't. No. <laughs> Just messages or something. Yeah, stamps cost a lot. I they do a cost a lot. Book of stamps at Kroger the other day it was eleven dollars for like eight stamps. You bought a book of stamps at Kroger. Why? Aren't you Why does everyone not know you can buy stamps at Kroger? I'm honestly happy that I know that uh, that now. I didn't know that. You can do it because, because you, can you can do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tommen, grab a doggy bag and take this thing home, brother. All right. Uh, check us out online, cumberlandthunder.com. If you want to know when we're going to come sing, I uh, promise we're not going to do any Beatles numbers. But uh, we're going to do a lot of... <laughs> Just Beatles harmony. Yeah. We're going to do, it. We're gonna do you know, Fifth. like I said, roots in Southern Gospel, but with a classic yet somehow refreshingly new twist. Uh, we've got a live album. You can find that on our website, as well yep. as an EP of classic hymns, if that's if that's more your style. Um, yeah, give it a listen. We're hoping to do a lot more of these, hoping to do a lot more podcasts, and maybe even bring on, you know, we've talked a lot about doing this, and so hopefully going to bring on some guests, bring some, just some different people on, and 
and more of us give you a behind the scenes look as to, to who we are, what we do, what makes us tick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. You can find us on Facebook at Cumberland Thunder, Twitter at Thunder Gospel, and Instagram at C Thunder Gospel. So look ha- us up. Yeah. Give a like. Cumberlandthunder.com. If you post anything on social media, hashtag Thunders Rolling. Mm-hmm. Official Cumberland Thunder hashtag. Also, now with this podcast, you can just, ha- you know, hashtag Thunders Rolling, uh, hashtag LPS, low pressure system. That is what we're calling this. Yeah. I guess we've committed to it now. If you don't like it, then, uh, oh well. Low pressure, man. Low pressure. We didn't do this for you, (laughs) listener. (laughs) All uh, four of you. (laughs) anybody uh, Anybody have an outro? Okay, well, we could we could do something. You we just could mean like a, a yeah, tag? Yeah, tag. We we could say something uh, weather related. Oh boy. We could say uh, you know dodge the bullet. That's see a what very the, Russell County reference. <laughs> <laughs> see what the, <laughs> you know. Until the next time, we'll see. Oh, that's terrible. See what the forecast. No, no, no. Nope. nope. I don't think we need a weather pun. I think we can just say thanks. <laughs> see you next time. Oh, we'll wait yeah. and see what's coming over the horizon. Or your, your classic line of circle the wagon. <laughs> well, in memory of my good buddy Gary Sullivan, we'll say if you need anything, just go get it. <laughs>